Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. The podcast all about getting people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, and the music that have soundtracked their journey. So join me as we open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today I'm joined by the incredible entrepreneur, TV host, all-round legend, Paul Carrick Brunson, Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Hey, what's up, man? I love all around legend. I've never been told that before. I love that. All around. I like legend. to hype my guests up, my special <laughs> guests, before we get into this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, I, I, it's an honor to be here with you, and I look forward to uh, to a great conversation. I appreciate that. So, before we launch into this, you mentioned just before we started about your name. You said there was something interesting about Carrick. I'm kind of really intrigued now. So yeah, start yeah. waffling, Paul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> Paul. Is it Paul C or Paul Carrick, right? So uh, I, this is really cool because I've never talked about this uh, on anything that I've done in the UK. So this is pretty cool. Exclusive. Yeah, this is an exclusive. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. So about 11 years ago was when I got into TV. And it was, you know, a blessing, you know, um, but when I got into TV, I got a manager immediately and the manager immediately went online and Googled my name. Right. And it was like, hey, you yeah. need to reserve Paul Brunson. So we, we researched Paul Brunson and I was living in Washington, D.C. And it turns out that in what we call it, the DMV, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, the DMV area okay. within the DMV, there was another Paul Brunson. Not only was he Paul Brunson, he was Paul C. Brunson. Ooh. So he got top ranked on Google than me, right? Because he was notorious. 
Now, what was he notorious for? <laughs> yeah, I feel like my heart's pounding a little bit here. <laughs> he was a notorious coke dealer. He was this, this oh, massive wow. drug dealer. Yeah, in the area. And he had been locked up. So if you put in Paul Brunson, like, so my manager was like, oh, no, this is crazy. <laughs> and agent's going to put in Paul Brunson to see that, you know, you're 15 years behind bars, blah, blah, blah. So we decided, okay, what, what's the, the middle name? Well, it's Carrick. And I hated that middle name. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, all right, let me go with it. My parents gave it to me. So we, we did everything Paul Carrick Brunson until we overcame him in Google. <laughs> then we just dropped it back to the Paul C. So that's why that's pretty cool that you call me Paul Carrick Brunson. Brought back memories. I feel really bad now because I was actually hoping to be sat here with a drug dealer. <laughs> so I'm very sorry to anyone who was expecting anything different. <laughs> You didn't want me, you wanted him, okay. Oh, I see. this is I embarrassing. See. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. You're the, you're the best around. You're the, you're the best Paul Carrick, Paul C. Brunson. With. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I, there is so much I kind of want to cover in such a small period of time with yourself, but there's, there's a part of what you do that really sticks out to me. And it's sort of like being on my own kind of like, not even like mental health journey, but like my personal development and personal growth. And obviously you've dedicated a huge part of your life to personal development and helping so many others be the person that they're born to be. What started that journey for you? Like what kickstarted and think like, do you know what? This is what I want to do. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, living in the storm, man. You know, we, we were talking about it a little bit before, but it's, it's, um, you know, the, the way that I look at it is we are, all of us as humans, we're either living through storm and turmoil yeah. and feeling like we're losing hope, right? Or we're basking in the sun, you know, and, and we have energy and warmth and, and comfort and elevation. That's the yin and yang of life. Like literally, if, you, if you're, you know, Taoism, yeah. that's, that's what that is. Um, but that's what makes life beautiful. Because you know, if you are in the storm, the light is coming. You know what I mean? It's coming. It don't last forever. It, 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 exactly. <laughs> and that's why when you're in the light, you need to appreciate it, right? Not, not a lot of us appreciate the good times, appreciate just like, hey, I'm talking to my man Taylor right now. This is good. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm warm. You know, I just had something to eat. Like, this is a blessing right yeah. now. I only know that because I know what it's like to live through the storm. You know what I mean? So growing up, you know, I grew up in Jamaica, Queens, not the greatest place in the world, moved to Long Island, Massapequa, which at that time was not the greatest place in the world. Um, seen crazy things happen. You know, I've seen, you know, before I was 18, my best friend died. Then shortly after that, another wow. best friend died. It's, it's like one of these where I know what the storm is. Yeah. So, so therefore, I appreciate the light and I appreciate and, and, and by going through the storm, I could look at somebody and see if they're feeling that pain. And I know, OK, the light is coming. So let me figure out how to help you get there because it's a much better place. Right. So it's just kind of maybe it was more innate in me, but I think it came through just going through so much, you know, pain. It's quite powerful, though, isn't it? Because it's very similar especially now taking that like not to kind of take over your story there because you know thank you for sharing it but 
with the podcast, like this wouldn't have started without all that kind of pain, that kind of like trauma. And now I'm sat here like a completely different person, very similar to that. Like I know what it's like to struggle. I know like I've seen all this kind of pain and now turn it into like a real like passion project. So, I, and it's, it's weird because before all this happened, it was very much like, I didn't know what any of this meant. Like I've literally just like winged it. So I'm so grateful to be able to have these kind of conversations with people who, you know, you're from the opposite side of the world to me, but like just go through what you did to then turn it into like, not only a passion project for yourself, but the amount of people that you must have helped over the years is, and the lives that you must have changed isn't it must be an like insanely proud feeling oh oh definitely like think about this 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 is really deep if you think about it you and i are connected through our pain like think about that that's that's really deep like so then you look at it and say okay so then having pain is at a loss and how i look at it is you get an l every time you have pain but you decide what l that is is it a loss or is it a lesson, right? It's, it's, it's always That's going to good. be an L. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, right. All right. Remember, when you tweet that, put my name behind this. Oh, right. you know I mean? <laughs> Notorious but, drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Notorious PCB. Um, but it's, it's always, but you decide on that, right? We have, you and I, Taylor, we've decided that it's going to be a lesson and as a result of the lesson, you created this you know, phenomenal podcast. As a result of my lessons, what I've done is I've said, okay, when I show up on TV or wherever, I'm going to show up authentically and I'm yeah. going to give my full self, right? Um, and so we have connected through, through our pain. I would literally could have, I've lost in that, what you just said. It's, it's so simple, but actually it's like so powerful and I'd, I'd never actually thought about that, like with any of my guests. So again, it's just an added, added layer. Like, thank you <laughs> for that. You're, you're welcome. I learned that from the other poll, you know, that because he's been <laughs> a lot of pain. I, I think he's still locked up, to be honest with you. I think he's I know, shout no, he out is, to Paul C. Brunson. Yeah, he, but he's not returning my letters anymore. So that's <laughs> oh, man. It's a little bit rude. Um, I want to talk about, again, like kind of on the personal development side of things. You help a lot of people when it comes to like confidence, whether it's like their business work, whether it's obviously you're quite well known now for helping a lot of influential people try and find love on Celebs Go Dating. How important is it for you to have those connections with people to help you grow? Yeah, it's, it's everything. And, and, and for me, it's constantly trying to connect with new types of people, Yeah. right? So that, that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm here in the UK right now is because I had spent almost 10 years of my career in the US connecting with people throughout the US. And quite honestly, I thought, okay, if I'm going to continue to grow, because in, in life, you know, it's interesting. We ha- I feel like we have to live like a shark lives. You know, a shark... Okay needs to move quickly and it's constantly going left to right up and down why because the gills are sucking the oxygen out of the water yeah so so if a shark stops and is stagnated for a long period of time it will die 
right? Because it, it's, it's no longer oh, wow. pulling in oxygen. I feel like as human beings, we need to constantly be moving. And it doesn't mean that we physically need to be moving, <laughs> but, but it means that we have to continually be challenging ourselves. And I felt like I was just in this almost hamster wheel, you know, in the States and doing the same thing over and over. So part of me wanting to come here was, okay, this is a whole new group. This is a whole new culture that I'm yeah. going to have to, to, you know, to, to get to know and understand. Like, man, Taylor, when I got here, if you lived north of like Manchester, I couldn't even understand the accent. I <laughs> I've lived here all my life and I can't. So I'm <laughs> say that again. What? I don't understand. Right. You know, also like the whole, like all the terminology from Essex. And I was like, what? I can't, I, I what? Like what? So all of these cultures, you know, um, London is, is its own country, basically, you know, but all of that was new and exciting to me. And to have to diagnose issues yeah. was exciting to me. But here's the, the, the most, the, like the most beautiful thing is, you know, what? even though the experiences are different, the pain is the same. And yeah. the antidote, like the way out of it is the same. I again it's like really powerful and it's it's something that I've come to learn throughout the podcast is it doesn't matter kind of what walk of life you are from or you know where you are from in the world or how much money you've got in the bank we're all feeling these emotions whether they're happy sadness you know even like anxiety yes and there's something quite beautiful in that obviously it's not beautiful that people go through like the struggles and stuff like that but the fact and I think this is one of the things that the pandemic has taught me as well that this whole situation has just stripped all that away and for the first time in well it's not even the first time and you know there I know there's so many different like layers to this so I, I don't don't mean to sound a little bit ignorant but we all kind of like on a bit of an equal playing field with status obviously I know there's so many different layers with like like race and you know lost where I was going with that then <laughs> well, well, well actually let, but, let me I'll, I'll say this because this is where you and I definitely agree this is the first time in modern history that we're all going through this level of turmoil at the same time around the world that's what I was trying to say <laughs> <laughs> you just articulated it so much better than me <laughs> See, we're there though right i'm telling you we're yeah. right there. you know this 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 is you know this, this is the first time uh, in yeah. modern history that is and so because of that we can all now empathize and sympathize with each other right yes so so, so i think that makes this moment special as a result of that do you know what you want to just like hand the reins over to you <laughs> <laughs> my job for me nah. <laughs> nah, you do a phenomenal job by the way for everyone just listening and not watching that is the bet the waffle shop like in the back can i say this is when when um you know when you guys reached out the very first thing that i thought was that we were going to eat waffles while we talked never say never paul do you have a never waffle? say never do you have a waffle? i have a i have a waffle maker Okay. But I use it to make like paninis. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little, little bit crap when it comes to this. 
but I do have to explain this quite a lot, especially I had um had Robert call on from calling the gang, and for a good twenty minutes, <laughs> I had to explain <laughs> we're not talking about food. <laughs> There's not many people in the world that can say that, <laughs> so I'm very proud of that moment. Oh, it was quite man. frustrating. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I could imagine. I could imagine because you just want to, and and I don't want us to turn into just a whole food conversation. But can I just say, waffles are my favorite, though. Actually, actually, tell you. Let me ask you. What, what do you value? What do you? And this is my show, Paul. You have your own podcast. <laughs> I, I was like, hold on, hold on for a second. But no, but, but really though, Taylor, if you were to think about your top three values, what are those? Um, I'd probably say loyalty is a big one for me. I think that counts as a value. Um, they have to be caring. Like I, I love to be around. Like my friends are my uh, rock. Taylor, 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 Taylor. Can we go back a little bit? Yes, you let's just, go. You just, you just committed a little error, my friend. And <laughs> this, is, this is often what people say. I'll say, what are your values? And then do you hear what you just said? You just said, they have they. to be. Ah, okay. You heard that? God, I was doing so well. <laughs> you were doing so well. <laughs> what are your values? What are the things okay. that you value most? Loyalty, what else? Loyalty family and i think honesty okay like as long as i i I pride myself on especially when i'm doing these kind of like these chats and i've had previous guests on the podcast who have just felt so comfortable talking to me and i'm not doing anything special i'm literally just sat here being myself and i think if i that's important to me because i don't think I find it incredibly sad because I've got friends and I see it like on social media and stuff that people are trying to be people that they're not. And it's quite sad because I know the real person and that's what makes that person special. And it kind it's kind of, it's quite sad because it's kind of, it's broke down friendships, especially the past few years. Cause just like, it, it doesn't fit with my values going right. back to, so I think that just being honest is very important to me. And I would imagine hearing you, right? And, and actually not just now, but in everything that we've been talking about is authenticity obviously is one for you. Helping yes. others is, 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 is big for you. I could see creativity is also big for you, right? So you want to begin to identify what are all of those values and then look for groups and organizations that embody those values. Again, I'm going to listen to this back and write every single <laughs> word of this down. <laughs> You're cool. an absolute legend. I feel like I'm having some kind of like <laughs> counselling session, which is not what I, what I brought you on here to do. So I apologise for that. No, you know, Taylor, this is something I think I need to work on because everyone says, Paul, when I talk to you, I feel like I'm in a counselling session. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't want to turn into this guy that everyone feels like <laughs> I'm just counselling. Hi, Paul, me again. <laughs> I'm in a bit of a wobble. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow. Too bad. Okay, well, that leads me on to my next question. You are very famous here in the UK now for being on one, I mean, one of the biggest TV shows, Celebs Go Dating. I absolutely love it. I love seeing awkward people go on dates. <laughs> I'm that yeah. awkward person who goes on dates. <laughs> 
what do you think like with the whole kind of covid thing what do you think dating is going to look like well i know we're coming out of like the other side of it now like what do you think it is going to look like yeah oh man it, it's it's going to be massively different um i just spoke at the um the aspen institute um in the uk about the my predictions on the future of dating and what's interesting or at least what i find interesting i said it so maybe nobody finds it interesting <laughs> Put yourself um, down like that. <laughs> you won't find this interesting at all. Uh, is that the pandemic has will have a large impact on dating, but it won't have the largest impact. The largest impact, in my opinion, on dating is actually Facebook, the match group, and Bumble. And the reason why I say that is you have Facebook, a nearly trillion dollar company. You have wow. the match group that owns match.com, Tinder, Hinge, right? You name it, a $50 billion company. And then you have Bumble just went public, right? So it depends on where they're trading today, but you know, like 20, $25 billion company. But bottom line is collectively, these companies are worth over a trillion dollars. So you think, why does Facebook get into dating? How is Match a $50 billion yeah. company? How does Bumble become so success successful? They only become successful because they're in the business of dating. Now think about this. If you are a dating app, right? And you make your money off of people using your app. Do you, you want, want to be more single. people to use your, your app or less people? You want more people, right? Do you want people to use your app for a shorter period of time or a longer period of time? A longer period, period of time, time. right? <laughs> right. So what these entities need to do for their survival of their businesses and their profitability is they need to build tools to keep you on their system longer and to keep you using their system longer. They reach hundreds of millions of people in the dating pool. So in other words, the pandemic has impact. Yes, it's going to make us more socially awkward. It's going to, you know, make us, you know, understand our values a little bit more. Like it, it has good and bad, but the largest impact hands down is coming from Facebook, Match Group and Bumble. They will shape how we date in the future. You know what? I was genuinely worried when you were like, you might not find this interesting. I thought, oh God, here we go. But that, <laughs> that is actually really true. Because it is that kind of, it's a cycle, isn't it? I mean, I, I know there's like people out there that will definitely agree with me. Like you kind of download it, you have a little bit of an ego boost, you kind of forget about it. And then you kind of go back to it thinking, oh yeah, I need a little bit of more of an ego boost. I have no intention of like potentially like meeting these people or, you know, like long-term I mean, I, I shouldn't say that because, you know, I do. That's what you use them for. But because of how easy access they are, like these apps and, you know, how quick they are to use, it is. It's, it's, it's quite toxic. Now you're saying it like that. I mean, it's, it's scary because we're, we're just at the beginning of this. Wait until they really integrate AI. Until yeah. they really start uh, integrating virtual reality you know, until they really start, you know, integrating, you know, you know, you know, what's fascinating. So uh, Taylor, do you have Oculus? Or no, familiar with this? So. 
so so oculus so facebook bought oculus a couple years back it's like it's a it's a virtual reality device you put it on um so my boys who are seven and ten they're infatuated with virtual reality right and virtual reality is the wave that's what's coming you know next right so you think about this literally within the next three years you will be able to put a device on right you'll be able to sit in your bedroom and you'll be able to go on a date a virtual date that feels real and and uh, not to get freaky but you add sex toys and all that like it could really feel real you know what i mean (laughs) i don't know how i feel about that (laughs) but think about this you could sit down never leave and go on two three four dates never leave now right now you're like i don't know i don't know if i would do that but you know, you could see lots of people doing that. <laughs> Give it a go. Yep. <laughs> Not to rule it out straight away. <laughs> Times are hard, Paul. <laughs> see how easy that was. No, God. But just drive so hard. See, so so just think. That's why Facebook's in dating, because they yeah. know what's coming. They know that they're going to have hundreds of millions of people who will never leave their flat, but they can put them on as many dates as they want, right? So it's just, it's wild, man, where, where the future is. is it's a is business, headed. isn't it? It's, 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 yeah. it's a business. It's a business, is it? It's about making money. That's, that's all they're trying to do. I feel quite violated now. <laughs> <laughs> but you should, you should feel violated. Like for real, you should, because that's what they're doing. You know, it it is, it's what, what's so dangerous about it is their, you know, it's, it's the, their social networks, they use the network effect, which all yeah. the network effect means is that when you add another person onto the network, the network becomes stronger. So their goal is to add as many people onto the network as possible. And for you to feel the strength of that network, because there's so many people on it. And so therefore, you don't, you don't even want to unplug from it right you you feel connected to it it's scary it is incredible it's like the real scary. like the matrix but not real life man i'm gonna tell you this you know when you go to silicon valley because i'm sure you'll visit it right in california the one thing that will blow your mind a lot of people don't realize this is so silicon valley is where all of these big tech companies facebook google right yeah um the children of these engineers and executives from Silicon Valley, they go to schools where most of the schools don't even allow computers in the schools. Wow. Now you think about that. How in the world, you know, a lot of people don't talk about this, you know, Elon Musk within Tesla and SpaceX, he's created a school for some of the kids who are the employees of the company. And in that school, you know, they don't have computers. So you think, what? You, you work on computers all day, you build these systems and you're not putting your child on this, but you're putting us on this? Yeah. Why? Why do you think? It's not healthy. You know what I mean? It's, it's not Mind healthy. Up, I feel like some of the most intelligent people were so intelligent without even a calculator 
Mm-hmm. So especially when it comes to like like maths and stuff like that, but like now, oh god, that's power. That's that's spun my head a little bit. That has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you research it, it it goes down deep. I mean, there there, it 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 is ultimately what what I always look at is. I mean, I remember as a little boy saying, "I'm not going to a dentist with bad teeth." You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the whole point there was. I want to go to a dentist who take who who practices what he or she preaches. Yeah. Right. So if the dentist is going to give me something that the dentist won't use, especially if the dentist won't put, won't give that to his or her child, I feel freaked out about that. You know what I mean? I, I feel yeah. some way about that. And so we have to really think about this when it comes to, in particular, social media. Why is it that head engineers at Google won't even allow their children to use social media? Like, think about that. That's scary. I feel like this is like <laughs> teetering on to like conspiracy things a little bit now. <laughs> How did we I'm, get here? With you. You've done this. <laughs> Oh you damn well how we got here. <laughs> oh my god! I've got a bit of a desperational plea here. Okay. <laughs> so obviously, you come very highly recommended by my good friend Oprah. Um, you know, we go we go way back. You know, with the whole matchmaking scene. Yes. I fell into a little bit of trap where I was using a particular chat up line line. I've just ruined it there. But <laughs> I want you to kind of rate it. And then afterwards, obviously, I'm going over to New York. I'm 31. I'm, you know, single. I, I'm in that process. Like, I want to meet someone now. Like, I want to settle down. I've always imagined myself having, like, an American wife, which is really weird considering what's happening now. <laughs> so I thought if maybe if I tell you my line that I've been using, maybe tell me where I'm going wrong and then give me a little bit of advice. Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds great. I can't wait. So this is quite embarrassing. Okay. But I used to using these apps or on Instagram, I used to throw out the line saying, Hey. And then it'll be like a picture of a line. And then they'd come back with, What's that? I'm like, oh, it's my chap chat up line, right? What's embarrassing is it never worked, by the way. But what I got back <laughs> was it wasn't even a lime I was sending. It was like a cantaloupe or a melon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Um, that's, uh, you know, there's like bad, then underneath bad is terrible. And then underneath terrible is just like sad. That's under. I will take that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I tell you, man, you know, um, this is a, a big question that a lot of people ask. Like I'm talking about a lot of people. Yeah. And I will um, actually, I'll, I'll bring this back to Slubs Go Dating. So someone once asked me, they said, you know, you, there's been like, I don't know, Paul, you've been on for whatever, six series is a hundred celebs that you've, that has come through the agency. Who has been the best flirter? Like who is the best flirt skills that you've ever seen? And I said, you know, quite honestly, there's one celeb who not only has the best 
flirt skills among all of the celebs, but among everyone I've ever worked with in the world. Wow. I give this person top one, two, or three, right? And I've I've been around some, you know, dons. Yeah. You know, some <laughs> some real PIMPs out here. You know what I mean? Um, and that person though, with the best flirt skills was Pete Wicks. Oh, he's um, just like a he's just smooth. Like it doesn't even like he puts any kind of effort into it. So you just basically explain the reason why he's the best at what he 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 yeah. does he, what he does. So the first part of flirting is to be confident, right? All confidence really means is to show up as your authentic self. Yeah. What most people try to do is they try to up certain things about them, minimize other things about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like Pete's boy, you know, one of his besties, Lockie, you know, who I love, that's my man. You know, when he goes into a room, he quite honestly, he's not a very loud guy, you know, inside. Yeah. But he's an alpha male. So when he walks into a room, he elevates his voice. He elevates his animation. He elevates his hands, right? His arms. But I'm like, yo, that's not you. Yeah. He's got, he's actually got an, a, a very intellectual side about him, you know? And he would, he would be upset if I said this, but I think he, he even has like feminine energy as well. Like he yeah. has, he has, he's well-rounded, but he elevates a certain part of him, right? But Pete doesn't elevate anything. He doesn't diminish anything. He just comes in as him. He doesn't, you know, a lot of, a lot, almost everybody does this. You see them like, even while we're filming, you'll see them waiting outside of the agency right before they're about to come in. Yeah. And they know as soon as they walk in, they're on camera. So they're fixing their jacket, they're tilting their hat, they're with their sunglasses, they're patting down the <laughs> grease off their face, like whatever it may be, so that they can come in and look the part. Pete doesn't do any of that. That man will walk right in off the street, just like he's been. He might not even have gone to sleep the, the night before, like for real. <laughs> But he comes in and he doesn't change who he is. That seems to be super small, but it is significant, right? Okay. The next part is this, and this connects to, the, to that line that you gave, right? The very sad the line. But, 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 yeah, the line. The melon. The, yeah, the melon. The watermelon. <laughs> the apple. You put an apple. Is... The best, the best line or lime, the best line is no line. The best line is to authentically say, what is the reason why I'm talking to you? What is the reason why, why I walked over to you? What's the reason why I'm sending you this message? What's the real reason? What's the, yeah. like, the real reason? Is it because they look a certain way? They remind you of someone or something because you you know, we're excited about, you know, somewhere that they visited because of the shoes that they have. Like, what's the real reason? Most of us don't want to do that, right? Because of fear. But the point, and I, I'll just give three things right here. So, so the second is, is what's the real reason? Pete will walk up to you and he'll give you the real. Yeah. It's, you, you, you are the sexiest woman in here. That's why I walked up to you. 
right? And she's like, <gasps> and 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 he's he's being authentically him, right? Or he may he may walk up and just say, wow, like, because you know he's in the fashion, he may say, wow, you know, like the trainers, those are new. Tra- Where do you get those trainers? Like, he genuinely genuinely approaches, right? Yeah. That's the second. The last is this. The last is that what holds people back, what keeps people fidgety, what keeps people not being confident, what makes people lie about their lime is fear of rejection. Yeah. You could, people who are fearful, you could smell them a mile away, especially to people who are very confident, right? It's very easy to spot somebody who's, who's fearful. Even based on where they stand in a room, I could tell you who's the most fearful person. You know what I mean? This guy, Pete, he doesn't fear rejection. A matter of fact, I think like he's got this thing going on in his mind where he actually wants to get rejected. You know yeah. what I mean? He's like, reject me. I want somebody <laughs> to reject me. So, so because of that- I have the same thing. Please reject me. <laughs> this I'm tired. I'm tired. Reject me. <laughs> I just did it. So that, I think- those are three things that that guy has that makes him magical on the approach, man. Magical on the approach. What a guy. Science. The science. Of, I just gave you a Pete Wicks case study to flirting. I will take okay. that. I'm Joe. I'm even going to, I'm going to cut this bit out and just keep it for myself. <laughs> I don't need everyone else hearing this. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Those are the secrets. <laughs> Those are the those are the keys right there, <laughs> mate. Honestly, I cannot thank you enough for joining me for a waffle. It has been an absolute pleasure. Like you have genuinely taught me something today, and like like I said, you no, know, you were one of the first that when I started and I was like throwing names around, and especially when my confidence started growing, I was like, okay, who's speaking like on the level that I want to kind of. I want to talk on. So, you know, the fact that you're here sat in front of me today is just insane for me. So thank you so much for your time. No, man, the, the, the honor is mine. And, and I'll tell you, because I, I try to be, you know, as authentic, you know, as possible is one is I'm appreciative of your journey because I, I, I think it's powerful. Like, I really think the fact that you created this platform, you're helping so many people it's going to open up a whole new chapter in your life. Then that's going to open up new chapters. Like just seeing that I'm proud of you. That's one. Oh, thank you. Secondly is now we're connected. Now the way that I feel is that once I connect with one of the big reasons why I like to do these podcasts is I just like to connect. I like people, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I like people. So now I'm, we're connected. I don't even want to, I, yeah, I'm a little bit lost for words with that, but I massively appreciate that. Like never in a million years I expect to kind of be sat here in front of you and even all this kind of stuff. So yeah, I appreciate that so much. It it means a lot. So thank you. Definitely. You you are welcome. You're welcome. No more limes, okay? Just no, no more, more limes. limes. <laughs> or melons. I'm just gonna avoid my, I'm still gonna have my five a day, but everything else, <laughs> no. <Don't. laughs> 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.